Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do you ever feel not enough? Do you feel like you weren't good enough or didn't perform well enough for your partner, for your ex, for your girlfriend, for your boyfriend, whoever it might be, and they left you and they walked away, but how they made you feel made you feel like you were never enough, never enough for them, never enough for anybody at that point when they walk away. So oftentimes when you're dealing with toxic people, they build you up to tear you down, to break you down to give you to a place that you think you're not enough. And it's a real question that a lot of people ask, why was I not good enough? Why was I not good enough for him to stay? Why was I not good enough for her not to go cheat on me? Like why, and all these questions goes back and forth, back and forth, and people are asking, why am I not good enough? A narcissist, a toxic person, sociopath, psychopath, will build you up in order to tear you down. You see the idealization phase that's going on with narcissists of where they're love bombing, they're giving you all the things that you want, need, desire, all the things that you think make this perfect relationship and they build you up on this pedestal of saying like, hey, you're the best person ever. I've never felt this way before. You're absolutely like the best person for me. Like you're way better than all my other exes, like everything. They'll keep saying, doing different things. They keep building you up and all of a sudden they knock it down and all of a sudden they flip that switch. The black and white thinking changes, the devaluation starts, and all of a sudden, all those traits, all the things that you said that that they said were, hey, this is what I love about you. This is what's great about you. This is what's amazing. All of those things disappeared. It was like they vanished. It was like the things that you brought to the table of being loving or kind or having this hobby or this passion, all of a sudden those things were inconveniences. All of a sudden those things were things that they no longer loved about you. They no longer liked about you. Then maybe that relationship kept going and it got to a place where they discarded you or they rejected you or maybe you walked away and they fought to come back so they could discard you again. Narcissists will make you feel like you are not good enough. And the hard thing for people to realize and to connect with that statement, with that thought process, is they're connecting a lot of their identity and a lot of their worth to another person, to another person out there thinking, hey, this is who's defining my worth. This is who's defining who I actually am. When it couldn't be farther from the truth. I saw a video the other day on TikTok when I was like watching a couple things, getting ready to post the video. And the person on there was trying to make an illustration. And he was he was looking at someone and he was saying like, hey, I hate the fact that you have blue hair. Like, I really hate it. Like, it's awful. It's disgusting. And then he looked at someone else. I hate the fact that you have blue hair. 
And he went around the room and like said it a couple times. And then he asked the people, is like, how does that affect you? And they're like, not much. Because none of those people had blue hair. And the point he was trying to make is that the idea behind that is your self-worth, your self-confidence comes from inside you, not what someone else is putting on top of you. So the fact that some, that he was saying to all those people, hey, I hate the fact that you have blue hair, they just kind of shrugged it off because they're like, well, that doesn't apply to me because I don't have blue hair. The thing that happens in a narcissistic relationship is people latch on and they get to the place where they think, hey, this person defines me or this person is telling me actual truth. When in reality, it's fabricated lies and it's manipulation of emotion to get you to believe a certain thing so that you stay in that relationship longer. A narcissist will pull back praise, will try to slow down the process of you leaving in order to keep you in order to keep you on tap, in order to keep the door open, in order to keep you in their life for the sole reason for that power, control, and that image. The narcissist doesn't care about you. Typically, some of the hardest words that you hear from me, and people get really frustrated when they hear that because they're like, what about all these memories? What about all these things that happen? What about this? What about this? What about this? The narcissist doesn't care about you. The narcissist is built on their ego, on their sense of entitlement, on manipulating other people for their own pleasure, for their own gain. How does it sound like care? It doesn't. But the thing is, over time, they start to build you up and make you think that they do care, make you think that they do want you, make you think that they do love you. But in reality, they love their image more than they love another person. They love infatuation with holding up the facade of who they are versus anyone else. And what you have to understand is like when it comes down to it, they walk away and they and it feels like they rip a giant part out of you and then you see that going down the, down the road and you're like, wait a second, why wasn't I good enough? Oftentimes when I'm working with people in one-on-ones and we're doing like coaching or going through like different coaching packages and things like that, that's a question that pops up and we have to actually break it down. We have to break it down story by story, piece by piece, because when you get down below the surface, a lot of times underneath what people are thinking and feeling and acting on is sometimes that, that idea that they're not good enough. And so we have to break it down. We have to look at the relationship and we have to say, okay, like if you don't feel like you're good enough, like what's the story that you're telling yourself? A lot of times that story ends up being tweaked a little bit of like, if I would have done this, they would have stayed. If I would have loved them better then they would have stayed. If I would have been a better person, then they would have stayed. If I would have matched their ideas, their their mantra, like what they wanted, if I would have cooked better, cleaned better, fucked better, like whatever it might be, like whatever I would have had to do, maybe I could have done it to be the person that they wanted me to be. You see countless examples of people that have changed and have morphed and have developed their life around another person, around that narcissist, around the toxic person, to no avail. Because they just disappear, they just walk away, whatever it might be, they end up discarding, rejecting, anything like that, and you've changed so much. So let me ask you today, when you think of this thought along the lines of, am I good enough? and you consider it, and you ponder it, what's actually driving that? A lot of times it's that idea of not just am I good enough, but like I needed to modify myself. I needed to change myself to win 
their appreciation, to fix that person, to win love, whatever it might be. But when it comes down to it, how much did you change in the relationship? How much did you invest in that other person? How much did you modify your actions, your habits, your like everything? Because so often when you're in a narcissistic relationship, you start to change bits and pieces of yourself. And at first it's small, you know, it's like a preference here, a thing there. Then it becomes larger, it becomes financial, it becomes location, it becomes job, it becomes career, it becomes life, it becomes kids. Like everything starts to change to modify around what the narcissist wants or try to modify around just avoiding those blow-ups, avoiding the things that are going to happen with the narcissist. So I want you to think back on the relationship. How much did you change yourself? How much did you change for that person? And a lot of people here are thinking like, I changed a lot. So much so that I don't even recognize who I am now. Like I used to be confident. I used to be so much different. I used to be all these different types of things. How much did you change? Think of that, like go through, like if you have to, like write down a list of like, I used to be this way. I changed this. I changed this. I changed this. I modified this. I did this for him. I did this for him. I did this for her. I did this to, to um, give her what she wanted. I did this for, you know, and the list goes on and on. Write those things down. And then I want you to think through how much did the narcissist change for you? Because what you see in toxic relationships and in narcissistic relationships, you don't see them change. You see them sometimes modify. You see them sometimes love bomb. You see them sometimes future fake. You see them try to adjust and change reality so that you stay longer without changing their actions and their behavior. And when people struggle with that idea of like, I need to change myself or I need to do something better to keep them. In the reality, when you look at it, you normally change everything and you sacrifice yourself to change for another person that never had any intention of changing for you and never did. Oftentimes, they'll make you think that they changed. They'll try to convince you that they changed, but in reality, they didn't. When we're talking about worth and we're talking about identity and we're talking about like your value, a lot of times I use the illustration of a diamond is you have a diamond that someone takes and they put on display and they shine and they and they put up and they make it look great for all the world to see and they're proud of it they're excited they're they're happy they they love that diamond and they make sure it looks great it's all polished up and then you have another person that takes the same diamond and doesn't really care about it and throws it in the ground and it gets walked over and it's all dirty and muddy the thing that you have to remember is when you're that diamond your value didn't change from being shiny to being broken, from being, from being all polished up to being all covered in mud. What changed is the person that was valuing you. And so often when you start to think of why wasn't I good enough or why was I not worth them staying, you have to disconnect the idea that you're attaching your worth to what that other person told you. You're attaching that worth to what they said about you. You're attaching that worth to the words, the gaslight, the reality that they tried to shape on you. But it doesn't have anything to do with that. It doesn't have anything to do with them telling you your worth. That's where you have to start looking at you. What's your worth actually built on? What's it based on? What's your self-confidence based on? 
What's your self-worth based on? Take a look at that each and every day.